Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name, Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was preparing to investigate the mysterious moving scarecrow, or crow scare, of Eric the Farmer. Upon reaching the bean patch and investigating, they did not find much of note besides vines on the stake and several clusters of rats. Alexander recklessly took a swipe at one of the swarms and the creatures attacked. The rodents proved surprisingly difficult to tackle, especially for Vesper and the party was surprised when a mysterious figure appeared. This figure attacked Liberté before running into the nearby forest. After eventually dispatching the rats, the party followed the figure as their next best lead. Alexander, having drawn a magic card, was forced to dance for every step he took. After walking for an hour, they encountered a low-hanging patch of mist surrounded by thick brambles. Alexander had a brief daydream about Jock launching him into the bushes, but thought better of it and walked into the mist himself. Inside, he discovered multiple ghostly visages, and Vesper used her divine sense to confirm that these visages were undead. However, when attempting to cross, the party was beset upon by a will-o'-wisp. Liberté shouted his knowledge of the creature, and the party was eventually able to defeat it, though several were shocked in the process. Moving on further, the party was briefly lost, Jacques doing, before coming upon the home of a druid. She explained that the farmers were cutting down more and more of her land, and that she was going to do what she needed to protect her home. Taz, thinking quickly, told her of the grove near Dunham's home, and this seemed to satiate the druid, for the moment at least. The party then returned to Eric's farm, where Vesper pulled a card and turned into an older version of herself, as the party laid down for a long rest. So, the wild cards, what would you like to do? You see, off in the distance, Farmer Eric tending to some of his crops. In the very far distance, you can see other farmers going about their own issue, but they are a ways off. And you look up and realize that about now, it's probably noonish. So you've been asleep for most of the morning. And the farm is an hour outside of town. Roughly, yes. So we need to figure out how or what we're going to tell Farmer Eric in regards to how we defeated the Scarecrow. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I trust telling Carver about the Druid or not. I'm not all that good with intrigue. Well, let's look at it this way. She never actually admitted she was running the Scarecrow. We could assume that it was the Wisp that was causing the problems in the first place. Oh, good point. She actually did specifically say that she was doing the Scarecrow. No, she didn't. She actually just smiled. Okay, my bad. I thought it was the rats. 
But let's just blame the Will-O-Wisps. Easy. Well, if it was the rats, then what were they doing? They were climbing into hay and walking around in it? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but swarms of rats running around walking... I guess uh, Scarecrow doesn't make any sense either. Yeah, so we tell Carver, we found a swarm of rats causing problems, we found a wisp who was causing ghosts to float around the area, and we found a homeless person in the woods. I don't think we should mention the homeless person. <laughs> I, I have no problem telling the truth. However, if you guys want to tell a different story, uh, I'll leave that up to you. It's not that we're not telling the truth. We're just selectively leaving out the place of the druid. We don't know if Carver, in trying to protect the town, will retaliate against the druid when all she's trying to do is, you know, save animals and the forest. A very weird way, but still. I agree. We just tell the farmer and then tell Carver that you know, we, we rid the bean patch of swarms of rats and a nearby undead will-o'-wisp and hopefully that will explain things. Hopefully. We should get back to town because the festival has already started. Oh yes, uh, about that, uh, I just, I guess you said I've prepped some spells to help us look for those missing prizes. Oh, you can do that? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, I looked at a few spells, and I could, like, try to, I was thinking of going back to the, uh, I guess the, I don't remember the... I don't remember who created it. We, we talked to the person, but I, I forgot. Ginny. Ginny. I probably asked her if she could do like a quick sketch of it. And I could probably memorize it, and then I can look for it with my spell detect object. Locate object, I believe. Okay. So, well, let's talk about that on the way back to town, but let's check in with Farmer Eric and... I'd like him, if he would, to sign off on, you know, the contract. Otherwise, you know, it's it's our word when we get into town and Carver's going to have to send men out here to verify that the Scarecrow is no longer a threat. Right. Okay. So let's do that. Let's try and find Farmer Eric. Or talk to him, rather. We see him in the distance. Yeah, he's very easy to find. He has not noticed that you all have begun to stir yet. He is working away. Nice of him not to wake us up. I mean... (laughs) Okay, so we're just going to head over there now? Oh, how does Vesper look right now? Oh yeah, I'm going to be checking myself out, which is... Yeah. As you wake up, Vesper, you look at your arms and kind of pull your hair down and... They are back to normal. Okay. And you also notice that Alexander can stand up and walk normally without Roll. having to he dance. Is, he is dancing still. He's just keeping it up. <laughs> <laughs> Make a yeah. performance check. Okay. Um, 
Guys, I think there's something wrong with the cards, because look at him. Oh no! <laughs> yes, I thought you said that all of them ended in the morning. That's what my research said. It could be wrong. That makes it just that much more dangerous. Alexander, maybe you should give me the cards back if they're going to be that dangerous. Uh, upon them saying that, I'll just sort of stop and I'm like, what? No, no, I was just doing this anyway. <laughs> like, have you met me? I did, like, just yesterday. Yeah, and I, I just stop and I start walking normally. I'm like, it's fine, guys. It's all good. Alright. Does anyone want a card now? No? Okay. On the road, on the road, on the road. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, Farmer Eric. You all walk out of his little fenced-off area out towards where he is tending the fields. And he sees you approaching. Oh! You've, you've waken up! And he, he puts down his shovel and starts jogging over to you. I, uh... I got your note. Does that mean it's... it's done? Um, go look at the field? Well, I, I haven't gone near it, but... Seeing as how you all came back, I, I assumed it was done. Not without great peril, but we managed to, you know, stop it. It should be fine for you to now tend your fields as normal. And we apologize if some of your beans got trampled in the effort. There was quite a bit to deal with. He looks from all of you to the Scarecrow, which seems basically completely intact. And he looks back. Are you sure it's done? It looks the same. Well, they, they say that looks can be deceiving. <laughs> Have you taken a closer look at it at all? Not really. Other than the time I you know, got close and poked it with a stick. It just moved slightly, or did it, like, move, move, like, walking? Uh, it, it got, it came towards me. It wasn't when I got that close. That was during the day, but whenever I would get close at night, it would, you know, basically get down off of its post and start chasing me. So, if you'd feel comfortable with us accompanying you out, to poke it with another stick, but I'm sure that there will be no response uh, from the, the Scarecrow. We, we did also deal with some rats. Fucking rats. Hate those goddamn things. Rodents eating my food. Well, so now your crops should get, you know, a better yield now that we've dealt with them and you know, it should be easier for you to harvest. The bigger danger was a will-o'-wisp, uh, which is an undead that can conjure other spirits. Uh, so we managed to barely deal with that, but it, it's now gone and no longer a worry. Well, I don't know what that is, but it sounds awful, so thank you. But if you're willing to walk with me, I'll, I'll, I'll go touch it. Sure. We're all willing. Okay. And he kind of slowly walks towards the scarecrow. 
and as he gets closer, he slows down even more. I'm gonna like suddenly touch him on the, grab him on the back as he's like oh, getting Jesus. close to it. <laughs> See, Don't it's, do that. It's fine. Just took a couple years off my life. Sorry, but look, it's fine. Yeah, I'll go up to the scarecrow and touch it. Okay. He slowly follows your lead and kind of pokes it with one finger and then two, and then kind of punches it. Ow! And he hits this post, shakes his hand. So we can still see the where the rats were. He can see the dead bodies from the kills. Yes, they would still be there. Okay, so point those out to him. I'm sure that smell real nice right about now. Oh, they smell fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're sorry, but our cat perished in the killing of the rats, so it's not around to take care of those for you. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I used to have a cat when I was little. All right, so uh, I think we need some kind of proof from you to show to Lieutenant Carver. I take out our contract now that it's the light of day um, that's officially signed by the Carvers or Carver himself and say it it would help us in, in going back to Lieutenant Carver if you could sign this for us. Uh, or for yourself, rather, that we, we've dealt with it. Oh, uh, sure. I have a pen and ink. Okay. You hand him the pen, and he kind of holds it in his hand. What do I do now? Do you know how to write? Kind of gives you a quick shake of the head. Okay, um, I'll, I'll go up behind him and I'll, I'll I'll help you and I'll put my hand over his hand and I'll I'll and I'll gesture to, to sign it. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, I'll I'll go for it and I'll I'll write like, "Good job, guys. Thanks for the help." Remember to put signed Eric the farmer. I'll sign it as best I can. Okay, are you signing it in his name? Uh, yes, but it'll be just Farmer Eric, because I don't know his full name. Okay. Go ahead and make a performance check. Okay. Oh, no. Twelve. <laughs> the DC was ten. Yeah, It was not a very hard DC. <laughs> so, you, you very quickly kind of show Eric how to to write some words, and he's, his hand, it's like a limp handshake, where his hand is just super limp, and he's, you know, just kind of going at it. But it eventually is signed, and he goes, thank you, I guess, and he hands you the pen back task. It's alright, we all learned something today. Oh, thank you for bringing this to the attention of the town and we hope that you know you'll have no such troubles in the future if i can ask one favor though in regards to the farming for now try 
not to expand your fields any, at least for the next week or two, just to, you know, be on the safe side. I wouldn't want you at the edge of your farm, you know, should a wild animal or something, you know, get you. A spirit. As we learned, those woods aren't exactly safe. Mm. But what if I need more room to plant more crops? I'm just saying another week or two. All right. I guess I can do that. Wouldn't really be able to do anything with it in two weeks anyway. It's not the start of planting season. That's wonderful. I sort of do a one of those exaggerated bows and we'll be off. Well, uh, I'll, I'll thank all of you. Uh, I'm not sure what you did, but if it ain't going to move no more, then that's all I need. My hat off to you. And he takes off his farmer's hat and puts it back. Just doing our job. Problem. And so we'll start on our way down the road. Is that right? Okay. While walking, I'm going to open up my backpack and take out the bottle of wine that I bought last night and open it and pass it around to celebrate job well done. All right. Taz takes out his bottle of wine and just starts handing it around to everybody. I've got a performance today. I've, I've got. I've got to show up. <laughs> I've I've chilled it first, Josh, with prestidigitation. So, oh, it's a chilled wine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's it's pretty good. And seeing as how you are in the very middle of summer, the heat is already starting to get to you. So it, it's pretty nice. It kind of hits the spot a little bit. Do you have water, or? Yeah, I can also chill that. So I prefer that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you all have water skins, so you have your own water. It's not chilled. Well, so if you hold out your water skin to me, I can chill it. I hold it out. Okay. Sort of little frost crystals come off my hands. And... Like really excited to see this in action. Do you, do you want it to taste like something but still be water? My god, you can do that? That's easy. Okay, um, surprise me. Can you really do that? I can, actually. Oh. Wait, what spell is this? Prestidigitation. So I'll, I'll change it to a nice uh, sweet tea, given the heat. I'm just gonna like take a big swig of that. Oh my god, it worked! And then I'll also take out some jerky and other things and, you know, pass that around to walk, and I'll have that taste like filet mignon. Ouch. Nice. Amazing. <laughs> Oh my god, this spell could do almost anything. Alright, that's that's pushing the boundary a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
just a little. Just a little. And then I use it to kill someone. Straight away. No rolls. I'll say you can flavor water. That's going a little far. I I can I can flavor one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. Yeah, but to to take dried jerky to filet mignon, <laughs> it's 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 flavor. It's still chewy and still break your teeth on it, but it tastes good at least. <laughs> okay, Gordon Ramsay, just fine, fine. You have your filet jerky. Fair enough. Now. Farmer Eric was rather easy to deal with. Liberté, you have said that you've lived at court for a while. I I don't know how to deal with political situations. Do we have to be cautious of him in telling him about the druid, or can we just be honest. I, I, quite frankly, don't really trust the situation given the partitions, but I'm no expert at court. I don't. I don't feel like there's any need to tell him, uh, especially since uh, there's no way for us to be sure it was her anyway. I think we can put together the dot. I mean. What if we just said that there was a, a, a druid and that we drove it off? Then then we could potentially get a little extra money, you know, then they don't go looking for it. It's a win-win. Hmm. Maybe we're overthinking this. That's basically like me saying yesterday that we only had to take care of the scarecrow and not anything else. I, I guess I don't understand. If you're so sure, how did she do it? Well, druids can animate vines and can can work with natural materials. She could also have used the other animals if it was at nighttime to, you know, move the the scarecrow itself. In addition to the rats giving it movement from inside of it. So she like was there at the scene and she shot at us implying that she is guilty of something tell me what is more believable that the wisp created the image of a scarecrow that was running around or that the druid stacked rats inside of a scarecrow and it walked around chasing a person what sounds like more fun but uh, the wisp the wisp created or I'm not sure of the how, you're the expert on the will-o'-wisps as, as evidenced by your knowledge during the battle does the will-o'-wisp actually conjure spirits because scarecrows don't have spirits that's an image not a spirit I think I have to roll for that Josh sure go ahead and make a religion check 13 you aren't too certain you know that 
wisps are undead entities, and they are focused on leading wayward individuals to their doom. So it doesn't quite match, but, you know, it could have been just something that this one wisp was doing. So was... Were those spirits, though... Were those spirits, though, the images or spirits of the creatures that were doomed by the wisp? Because, again, a scarecrow doesn't fit into that model either. Here, here's something. Okay. How much is he going to know about spirits if we tell him it was a will-o'-wisp? I don't know. He's not from around here, if you remember. Mm. We could say that uh, spirits possess the scarecrow. I, I'm just, I'm just saying that it's not a lie to tell him that we aren't sure what was causing it, but that we found a will wisp nearby who was causing spirits to appear. So then, what incentivizes him to pay us if we're not sure we solved it? could just pretend we solved it because we kind of did well we have a signed contract we can tell him the story i don't think we have to hey we never saw a scarecrow walking around i was very disappointed about that but the point is that we showed up we took care of something that was right there and we didn't see a scarecrow either yeah, we could just we could just say that uh, the farmer thought he saw the scarecrow moving. However, it was just basically a bunch of rats inside the scarecrow. Like, like it made it look like it was moving, but it wasn't moving. He said he was chased by something. It could have been the wisp. Could have been both things. I mean, it really could have been both things. Or he he could have just hallucinated from fear. Alexander. Yes. As creative as you are, mm -hmm. think of it from now his side. Would you believe that? I mean, it really depends who's telling the lie. If I was telling it, I think that we could get away with it very easily. Now, look, I, I, I don't mean to brag, but I'm kind of better at that than everyone else, so... Maybe if we're, if we're going to tell a not exactly true story, maybe I'm your guy. Again, we have to be careful because you can't use your own voice. I'm pretty sure I can. You may not be able, you may not be able to riff as naturally as you normally do. Uh. And, and Josh, we're walking and talking this whole time, not, not standing on farmer eric's just oh i know you, okay. you guys are making your way back yep okay just as a as, as a small point of metagaming my deception is the same as yours yeah but... <laughs> he's also my best friend so that is true he might be more inclined to believe liberté after liberté's actions to save his guard If you want to take this one, you can take this one. That's fine. I, I mean, personally, I just think what we do is we tell him we did it and leave it at that. And if he asks questions, then we answer them. Yeah. Okay. 
So let's let's do that. Let's have Liberté present that and the contract. And Alexander, as quick-witted as you are, be prepared to jump in as needed. And run if I'm caught. Got it. Yes. <laughs> do we do we want to see him right away, or do we want to make an appointment and come back and go to the festival? We have a limited number of hours uh, as Alexander is due back to the inn uh, to perform tonight. Uh, given that it's going to be a packed audience, I'm sure Brianna would be happy if he was on time. Well, what if some of us want to go see Carver and uh, some of us went with Jacques to uh, try to find the objects? Yeah, like not, not all of us have to be there to report it, so... Yeah, that sounds like a really good. And then idea. we can just say that people died, and then we should get paid extra. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. Damn. Oh, maybe that's not the quick-witted I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, is anybody going to pull a card today or what? Not right now, no. Later. Then let's uh, figure out who's going to go with who then. Uh, I'm interested in finding these uh, lost prizes, so I'll be going with whatever group's going there. Well, Jacques has the magic. Yeah, Jacques has the, the magic to do it. Uh, if I don't need to, I'd prefer not to walk myself into the into the police station. Okay. So maybe I All should right. go with the other guys. <laughs> All right, so Liberté and I will handle that. Alright. Sounds like a plan. Go team. Woo. Oh, also, I don't know why you said my cat was dead. He's he's right here, and I'll, I'll click my, my fingers and try to make him appear, and it probably won't work, but... You snap your fingers as you usually do to make Charles appear, and there is no Charles. Oh shit, that's not good. Uh, I guess it is dead. Do you need special spell components to conjure him? I imagine so. There was something I had to do many, many years ago to, to make him appear, so maybe I just have to recreate that. Uh, it should be should be fun. Remember it? The shopkeeper might have what you need since he had some other things, so mm. we'll be getting our gold from the hopefully from Carver uh, so that will go towards it as well I owe you some money so hopefully that will pay for what you need to bring our good friend Charles back right okay Alexander go ahead and make an intelligence check and we'll see if you remember what the ingredients are or what the components are. Intel. Uh, sure, history's fine. The ingredients. Out of boiling water. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh. Uh, no, no, we got to try another trial and error. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember at the moment. You might be able to find someone of arcane skills who might be able to give you some advice, but at the moment you do not remember what the components are for the spell. Damn it. That's, like, actually sad. Man, I mean, it was so long ago. I was, like, ten. 
and he's like, my dad's going, do you want to learn how to do this? You're going to learn magic? And I just wanted to make a cat, so that's all I learned, and that's that's the extent of my ability. So, this is going to be interesting. Was your childhood friend? So, he's never died before? Never? Well, I sing music for trade. How, how often do you think that I get into fights, exactly? Because... How often do you think that I have to use my cat in fights? Well, you tend to get in trouble a lot, so I was assume a lot. Yeah, you've been in like four fights since I've known you. Yeah, but generally people don't focus on the cat. Generally they focus on me, I turn invisible, you know, I flip him off a couple times, we have fun. But, like, you know... Why did you use your cat? Because it was a rat. As far as I was concerned, it was super effective. Maybe Charles doesn't feel that way. Uh, I'm sure he'll get over it. Not if he's dead. He's not dead. He was magic. Uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't feel anything at all. Vesper, do you know about familiars? Magical familiars? Why? <laughs> no, I, I just... He's not really dead. Oh, I'm not super familiar with familiars. Nice. Um, struggling. I'm like, I know about them. Me, the player. <laughs> Make a history check, Vesper. You you haven't encountered too many wizards in your travels, so we'll we'll see. So that was history, right? Yeah. Whoa! What? Natural twenty, but not really though. Oh, no, it's eight. <laughs> Oh. It's oh, an eight. She had advantage oh. on. You've heard of familiars, Vesper, so you know what they are. You know that typically they are spirits that take the form of a panion. Okay. So you know of them, but you don't know too much of the specifics. Not a whole lot, guys. They exist. They exist. Evidently so. <laughs> hmm. Well, alright. Let's step up the pace a little bit. Let's get this moving along. So Ginny should be at that same open square area. As far as you know, that's where she was setting up the dancing contest. How long did it take to get, like, from the farm to back to town again? About an hour. So you guys, you guys will be arriving in the early afternoon. Be like one. Okay. Yeah, we have to make sure that we take some time too to see the festival, and if there's anything new and different that we want to do or achieve because it's only going to last for today and tomorrow. Not particularly. It's just a festival. Ever the people person. When we report to Lieutenant Carver, do we want to see if he's got any other tasks for us? Yes. Oh, was that too fast of me to answer? (laughs) Perhaps. (laughs) I don't... No, if I trust that man. 
Yeah, I'll probably check the job board again. We'll, we'll see what he's got. I, I believe in the adage of, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Part, part of me feels like he's going to task us with trying to kill the guy that what, runs around town and changes form and turns invisible and runs away from people. I feel like we'd have trouble with that one. <laughs> that would be fun to do, though. We, we did ask him for that task yesterday, and he said that he would rather have his own men do it. Part of me feels like there might be a little bit of added incentive. I'm not sure why, but... Yeah, I don't think that they've had enough time to really investigate and get frustrated by the fact that they'll never find him, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, so we'll, we'll see. It wouldn't be a bad idea for us to check out the jobs board poll, whatever it is, and uh, check with him while still continuing to help Ginny and do our own things. All right. Okay. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get back to town? Eventually, you guys start to get closer and closer to the town of Dunalin once again. And you start to hear and smell before you actually see the town. You hear this shouts. You hear music in the background. You smell delicious foods, meats, fruits being cooked. It is a smorgasbord and just a jolly atmosphere that you are all entering. As you kind of turn one of the bends and actually see the town, you see a number of stalls lined up. In some of the open spaces, you see some of the various carnival games that are going on. People are, you know, walking around, checking out the stalls. It seems like a, a really wonderful and happy atmosphere. As we're walking through the street, I'll um, I'll see if I can hand my hat off to, to one of the guys here. And as we're just going through the street, I'll start playing my, um, my lute and singing to see if I can just get people to throw coins my way. All right, go ahead and make a performance check as you guys walk through. I'll hold his hat for him. <laughs> Wait, which hat? Nice, it's much better. 23. I'm sure it's his good hat. Yeah, it's my magic hat. Yep. So, uh, Liberté, he hands you the black velvet top hat that he uses to change form and begins playing through, just walking along carefree. Pretty good. For the mid-afternoon, it seems to be that most people are kind of going into that food coma stage of the day. However, this sudden burst of music and entertainment has given everybody a little bit of life. People start clapping along, and there seems to be a, a little posse that kind of follows you all through town as you kind of matriculate through. Alexander, you do, you do get a few spare coins dropped into your hat. Not too many, but you get a few. Uh, I will say you get four silver and 12 copper. So you guys have now entered into most of the center part of town. And there are a bunch of people you're kind of weaving in and out of each other as you are playing along. What would you all like to do? I'm going to try to make my way towards uh, Jenny's uh, workshop. Or... Her, her stall, stall or her shop? No, uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Jenny. Um, the person who made the gifts was it Jenny made the gifts, or she made it along with someone else. Yeah, that's what I remember. Did she make it with that person, or, or was she accusing her rival of stealing? No, it? she. It was. 
she when we asked her about who you know may not be an enemy but well i guess a rival you know she just listed her she didn't necessarily think it was her thea was another jewelry maker and so she thought that if anybody had motive to do it that was the person she thought of uh it was thea then thea was the one who helped her made the nobody nobody helped her no someone did there was uh Somebody roll a check or something. I wouldn't know because I wasn't there. I, for- I did not write down this person's name. There was an individual who helped Thea with the jewelry. I'm sorry, with Ginny with the jewelry. Specifically, Ginny did not say that Thea, like, she suspected Thea or that she, you know, was a real enemy. However, she said that if there was some person whom she did not get along on the best terms, it would Thea. But there was no specific accusation mentioned. Well, we don't remember who made who helped her made it. it. Was the jeweler lady, I believe. Yeah, but I don't remember her name. You are correct, Vesper. Yeah. You didn't ask her name. But we know where she is. Yeah, I remember the location was like the east of the, the of the town. The jewelers was on the far west. It was over. Wasn't over here somewhere? Wait, what? What the hell happened there? Wait, wait. I don't know. Who? Who are you all looking <laughs> for right now? The jeweler. What? Yes. Okay, Jacques is looking for the jeweler. Yeah. The jeweler was on the far west of town over here. Okay, but it's also a festival. Are we sure she's going to be there? Nope. I guess we'll go to Jenny first then. Yep. Okay. Keep it simple. (laughs) But Theo was supposed to have a stall right next to Jenny. Yeah, but I'm not worried about her right now. Ginny told you guys that she knows Thea has a stall, but she doesn't know where her stall is. Ah, okay. We don't know what she looks like. No, you do not. Okay. So, are we just going to be heading towards where we know Ginny is? Since we know where she is, most likely. We'll probably have her uh, try to draw a picture of what her, I guess, her prizes look like. Yes. Okay. Is that what you need, Jacques, to make your spell work? Yeah, I need to know. Uh, I need to be able to like somehow familiarize myself with it. I just need to know what it looks like, if anything else. Okay. Oh, so Jacques, then, if if we have the piece of the cloak, could you mm-hmm. use the piece of the cloak to? find where the cloak the rest of the cloak is? Well, it's more let's see, uh my spell well, I'm just gonna like, click on it and see what, what, for everyone to read for uh describe the name uh, does it work like, does it work like that for the cloak Josh? 
I'm going to say no. It's it's not specific mm. enough. Right, he'd find every cloak. Yeah. Oh, every cloak that's on a guard that's the same material. Yeah. Okay, let's just hope these prizes are unique to just her. Well, they're wooden jewelry, so... Yeah. I, I would say try it and yeah. just see what you get back. So you're, you guys are going to go do that while Liberté and I move to the guardhouse? Yeah. Sounds about right. Does anybody have a particular interest in going first? Uh, I guess we could go first since we're already talking about it. Yeah. While it's fresh in your minds. Yeah, I don't uh, forget. Okay. So we all head to like where Ginny is. So me, Vesper, and uh, Alexander. As we're heading there, I would like to keep an eye out for like the guard presence. Just keep me keeping an eye out. Make a perception check. Party tokens good for one free beer, right? <laughs> yes. Depends where you are. Could be good for two. Five. Okay. It was not a hard DC. You do see sprinkled in amongst all of the people, and it is fairly crowded in the town right now. You do see guards walking around, you know, just watching out, making sure that everyone is keeping the peace. No one is mm-hmm. doing anything dastardly. Oh, I would hate, hate to have to work during a festival. Oh, man. That'd be terrible. You probably have worked during a couple festivals, Jacques, so you probably have first-hand experience. Yeah, that's why I'm relating it. Oh, so many people. Not like people. I can't really think of all the accidents that are about to happen. What could happen? Alexander's there. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll be fine. <laughs> Alright, you all walk to the dancing stage where you do see Ginny around a cluster of individuals who are, some are kind of on up, up, actually on the stage, some are stretching out down below, and it doesn't seem to be too coordinated at the moment, there isn't any real music going on at the moment, but she does seem to be kind of coordinating things and she's jotting down names and taking some coin in as people are putting in their their bit to enter the contest. Uh, I'll, I'll push her. Oh, yeah, you came. <laughs> oh, have you come to enter the contest? I, unfortunately, we, you know, we didn't get the prizes back, but uh, it, it is what it is. We've, we've still, you know, have been people here having some fun. Do you know what the, your prizes, do you, do you remember what they look like? Sure. They were, you know, wooden rings and necklaces and bracelets and those types of things. Can you draw it for me? Before you do that, do you happen to have one, at least, that we could... It's We're still investigating, but... Well, to, to be honest, is it's, it's, at this point, it doesn't really matter. The, the day started, and, and it is what it is. I've kind of, you know, accepted the fact that they're not going to be here, but if you want to keep looking, that's great on you. I don't have any. They were all taken. 
but if, if you give me a little bit, I, I can try and draw you something. I'm not that good at drawing, but... It's fine. You draw. Alright. Just just give me a little bit. Let me get these people out of the line. And, okay. And then I'll, 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 I'll try and do something for you. And she spends the next couple minutes conversing with people, taking down names, and getting their entries in. Is there anything you guys want to do in the meantime? While, while people are entering... I just want to sort of like, while, while I'm watching, I just want to sort of size down and just be like, maybe I could win this competition. I was dancing all day yesterday. Hmm. How much, uh, and I'll, I'll ask it, how much does it cost to enter? It's three copper to enter. Hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll slap down three copper. Let's, let's do it. All right. <laughs> Shows you. And, and, she, and she points at you, Jacques. Saying you're not going to enter when you really are. <laughs> what? 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 What just happened? Wait, does it need to be several people in a group? <laughs> just sign us up for a dance contest. Sign me up for a dance contest. If all of you want to, you can all, you know, enter. It doesn't have oh, to be just the okay. one. Oh. So it's not a oh. group. You're, you're fine. A sigh of relief. What we... We have both groups and individuals. There are a few groups. The group cost to enter is one gold. But if you do win the group contest, you do earn a little bit more. I mean, I'm interested. If you, if you guys want to do this, uh, I can... Not to say that I can carry the team, but it, it would definitely help. <laughs> I'm not exactly the most graceful person. I mean, we could just sign Taz up and then go and get him and not tell him what he's doing until he's on the stage. That would be funny. Mm. I'd like that. It would be pretty funny. Right. Mm. We'll just stick to the solo one for one. No, for the start. Uh, we'll, we'll, how long until the until the event? Well, the dance contest itself is going to take place around, around uh, 4 o'clock or so. So you've only got a couple more hours to sign up if you are interested. But there, there are other games, you know, going on in the time. And then, uh, well, I'm not sure. Have you guys signed up for anything else? Not at the moment. No. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for the, the solo entry for now, and uh, you just put me, put me down. All right. Well, I, I, I would uh, potentially recommend, you know, getting this done today instead of tomorrow. Naturally. We'll see what we can do. All right. Well, you you have a, a wonderful day, dears. Uh, did did you still need me to draw that for you, real quick? Yes. Please. All right. She takes one of your pieces of paper, Vesper, and your pen, and draws something. Let's see how good she does. Believe in you. It is not good. Good old two. Did our necklaces have any logo on it at all? Not really. They were just, you know, wooden. And if people wanted to, you know, stain them or paint them down the road, they could do that. But what she draws for you on the paper, it's mostly circles to represent rings and larger circles with smaller circles to re represent the wooden necklaces. It is not descript in any sense of the word. I'm going to try to forget that picture because I might, it's, it's, it's messing up my own image of the necklaces. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, this this is making my job even harder and harder. Vesper, if we ever find these people, I'm I'm gonna cripple them. Fair. 
That's fair, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna start casting my spell for it. Alright. So what what are you focusing on? Uh, I guess it's a uh, small wooden necklaces. Uh, I guess I'm thinking like beady wooden necklaces. Okay. You start to concentrate on wooden necklaces. Small, simple, plain. And you get a ping. Okay. Maybe about 40 feet away from you. 40 feet? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So is it like a single ping, or is it supposed to be like a bunch of pings? You know that you sense the nearest object of a particular kind. I've found something. However, I don't know if this is the prizes, but I'm going to make my way there. Okay. If you guys want to follow me. Yeah, I'll follow along. As we're going along, I'm like, just think about it, guys. If we win both the events, it doesn't matter if we have the prizes. Because they'd be given to us. So we're just, like, our moral, like, our, our conscience is clean. We, we, we're not failures, we just didn't need them. No? Not, not my pride, though. Oh, well, you know, that could be brought and sold. To clarify, what Ginny meant is that there was a pot for the winner. Oh, a pot. For some reason, I'm thinking like... A huge power prices. <laughs> yeah, so Alexander just paid the entry fee, and everyone else who is entering the singles dancing competition has to pay that entry fee. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you get my drift. Yes. Alright. So we're heading over to where he got the, like, the ping, right? Yep. You quickly walk over, Jacques is almost sprinting there and you do see what seems to be a little girl walking along with her father and a little bit of an older brother. They are walking kind of along the street perusing, looking at all the stalls and the various people who are selling and getting ready for the dancing contest. They just seem to be walking and around her neck you do see a wooden necklace. I'm gonna, very loudly I'm gonna say, you lot there Okay. Basically, everyone in this little square turns and looks at you, including a couple guards. I look at the guards, but then I'm gonna look back to the towards the, uh, I guess the small uh, was it family? You said the small family. Yes, there's what looks to be a father, a young girl, probably mm, six or seven, and a brother, probably around. I'll say 11 or 12. Yeah, they look at me? Yeah, basically everyone in this square is looking at you. Okay, I'm going to slowly approach them. And can I make a can I, uh, make a perception check to see what, they, what they're wearing? Sure, go ahead. Uh, Vesper and Alexander, what are you doing? Besides cringing. Yeah, just like, oh, geez, no, don't approach <laughs> the child. <laughs> I'm going to cautiously walk behind him and just like watch the scene unfold and as we now have the attention on all of us I'm going to put my hat on the ground and start just like playing some music just to 
bring attention away from what they're doing because they're clearly just going down the Shakedown family. So, like, that's not cool. And I don't want to be affiliated with that. So, might as well make some money. <laughs> All right. Alexander attempts to play it off a little bit. He kind of walks away and starts playing. No one really is paying attention to him, but y- you're playing music. I'll take it anyway. <laughs> Jacques, you, you do look at the little girl, and she is wearing what appears to be a wooden necklace. The family is in not the greatest of clothes. Uh, mostly looks to be worn down. They, these are probably also farmers of some sort. You know, hard, hard-working people. Are they wearing a cloak at all? No, these are halflings. So no cloak. Okay. I don't think cloaks are halfling specific, but is there like, any, like are there are there clothing? Uh, clothing uh, is it t- torn or ripped anywhere? It is torn and ripped in a few places, but not. It, it's it's not black like the piece of cloth that you found. Mm. You're just like staring them down right now, like looking them up and not saying anything. <laughs> he said he was walking towards them. So Jacques, you are appro- uh, you are approaching them. And the the father is kind of eyeing you up and down, you know, almost kind of putting his hand, like getting ready to put his hand down in front of his daughter. I want to say, excuse me, uh, but that necklace that your daughter has, uh, where did she get it? What's it to you? And he's very standoffish at the moment. You have him on high alert. Well, I just want to know where she got it, because from what I heard, that there was a stolen necklace, a wooden necklace. A stolen wooden necklace? I know, yes. Stupid, I know. That's a job. I haven't heard anything about that. My daughter got hers. She paid for it herself with her own pocket money. And where did she buy this from? In the stall, out east. Outside town. And at this point, he has fully put his hand in front of her. You see the little girl is kind of shaking. She's got her hands up in front of her face, and he's like pushing her behind him and stepping forward. Can I make an inside check on him? Sure. Vesper and Alexander, you both see the two guards are now walking over towards this little scene. Everyone is starting to kind of go back to what they were doing, but a lot of people are still very interested in what's happening. Fourteen. He seems very defensive. However, it seems more the fact that you seem to be threatening his progeny than trying to cover up a lie. Uh. My friend here is very badly asking, is this person that you got them from, was it... Do you know her? Or, I don't even know if it was a her. Was it a her? It was. Was this person wearing black at all? I don't really remember. Does it matter? Mm. Have a good day. I'm going to leave. Okay. You both turn around and you get about five steps before the guards approach you. Stop. What are you doing? Alexander, you see that family kind of scurrying away. The daughter, or I'm sorry, the father has a really kind of angry look on his face and he's dragging his two kids away. 
Did they approach me or they approached us? Like they approached you and Vesper. You and Vesper stayed together. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, we we're just investigating something. Investigating what? Some fever, thievery going on around the stalls here, and we we're just trying to find out some info, you know. You've seen thievery. Someone reported a missing necklace. A wooden necklace. A stupid wooden necklace. But we accepted the job and we're doing the job through. It was on the board. Vesper, make a persuasion check. It's a stupid wooden necklace. <laughs> persuasion. Alexander, make a perception check. I'm so irritated about this, but I gotta finish it. Eleven. Fifteen. Okay. Vesper, they seem really confused. So you you have seen someone thieving from these stalls, yes? Was this reported to the carvers? <sighs> it was on a job job board. She tried to go to the guards for to you for help, but you guys wouldn't let hear her out. And so we're helping this person out. Friend here, he's just not really good with people. So maybe he really shouldn't have approached the family like that. And I'm sorry. I apologize on his behalf. No, he shouldn't. Yes, yes. I have talked to him about this many times before. All right. If you do see anything, please report it to us carvers immediately. It's our job to investigate things. Now move along. Right. I'm gonna I'm I'm whisper. I'm gonna like just whisper. Like, well, you guys didn't want to investigate it. Are you saying that, or as, as I walk away, you know, as All I right. walk away, I kind of just like say it to myself. Well, you guys didn't want to investigate it, so there's no point in telling you. Okay. They do not seem to hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, our only lead now is basically a stall the far east outside of the town. <sighs> well, since we're on the way, well, we're. Should we stop at the guardhouse on the way there? That's where um, the other party's at, right? Yeah, that's where they're going. Yes, let's just meet them up there, I guess. And you still have your spell going, right? I don't want to think about this any longer. Do, do you still have your spell going on? Oh, yes. Yeah, those should last like 10 minutes, I believe. Yeah, so you feel that wooden necklace getting farther away. Which towards the direction where the girl was left. Yeah, yeah. Correct. <sighs> Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I I don't care about the necklace. I care more about the person who stole it. It's true. We just want to find out who it is. Are we away from the area that we were uh, causing a scene at, or are we just sort of standing there talking to each other? No, we're leaving. Uh, I left already. So... Okay, yeah. Alexander, you see both Jacques and Vesper start to walk off. You grab your hat and jog to catch up. So we'll pause for there, and then we'll we'll come back to you guys in a bit. So, Liberté and Tass, 
Yeah, Josh, before we start, um, where was, in relation to the guardhouse and the town and the square that they're in, where is the jobs post? Was that to the left of the guardhouse? To the west of, rather? The jobs post was more in over here. Ah, okay. Oh, that makes sense. All right. So you see the other three split off. You two are free to do what you will. Yep. So we'll proceed directly to the guardhouse and look to see if it's manned or guarded on the outside. Okay. You look and there do appear to be two guards on the outside standing post, much like the last time you approached this area, Liberté. Okay, uh, we'll approach them. Alright, you walk up. They see you approach. Halt! What can we do for you? They have their hands ready at their side. Uh, we accepted a job from uh, Lieutenant Carver to investigate the problem on a farm to outside of the town, and we've completed the job, and so we are returning. All right. Do you have proof of this? Uh, yes, and I take out the contract that's been signed by Farmer Eric. All right. He takes it. We had something from Lieutenant Carver, though, too, that he wrote up for us. That was the contract. Oh, he okay, that, that's what he signed? Okay. That's why I had Farmer Eric sign that contract. Right, okay, I thought it was just a piece of paper. Okay. Yep, so he reads it over really quickly. This seems to be in order. Please follow me. And he gives a quick nod to the other guard, who seems to be watching even more vigilantly as he heads inside. They walk you along the corridor down to Lieutenant Carver's office where you know it to be from the last time you were here. There's a quick Excuse me, Lieutenant. We have someone here to see you. Yes, uh, show them in. And you are brought into the Lieutenant's office. Ah, welcome. Welcome back, Mr. Taz and Mr. Liberté. What can I do for you on this wonderful day? Um, well, we went, out to, we went out to see uh, Farmer Eric, and um, we've completed the job. Uh, Taz has the proof right here, and uh, we're here to uh, collect our uh, payment for completing the job. And to obviously thank you for extending the offer to us to begin with. My, my, you are certainly a eager bunch. I was not expecting that so quickly. And you see that he is kind of lounging, feet up on his desk, a glass of wine in hand. And he, as you say this, his posture changes. He kind of sits up, puts the wine down, and becomes much more formal and apparent to the situation. Well, uh, what uh, proof do you have that this contract was complete? Uh, Tez has the uh, paper signed by the farmer. Bring it here. I shall read through it. Okay, I hand it to him and ask him that how goes things in the town today. It seems very festive and more relaxed than yesterday. Yes, uh, 
as he starts reading, he just he just starts speaking. It uh, it has been good so far. There has not been uh, any issues that has been reported to us. So I am excited and very hopeful that that shall uh, continue for the rest of the day and into tomorrow. And I would agree, based on this uh, piece of paper here, that you have indeed completed the contract. What uh, if I might indulge you? What uh, did you find? Uh, well, do you want the uh, long version or the short version? Oh, my good sir. And he, he snaps his fingers, and that guard who was directly outside steps back in. Wine, please. And he puts his feet back up, grabs his wine, and the guard immediately starts pouring both of you very generous portions of wine and hands them to you. What color wine, Josh? Red or white? Red. Blood red. I will not chill it. Go on. Enthrall me. And he starts sipping his wine. Thank you very much. I'll take a... Before I talk, I'll take a sip of the wine. Um, Alright, so uh, as I'm... As I, as I tell the story, I want to be using uh, Minor Illusion to give him uh, images that he can... Uh, go along with the story, and then now and then I'll use prestidigitation, minor illusion would last for a minute, to have little sound effects going on, like rats chittering and and things like that. And I'll punctuate that if, you know, if it's getting to a point where he needs, like, multiple things going on, I'll help with the prestidigitation. So, um, we arrived at the farm, and the farmer, Eric, told us that the uh, scarecrow, as he called it, uh, was animating and chasing him around his farm. Uh, So, we investigated the scarecrow and found no evidence that the scarecrow itself could move on its own. But, we did find roughly four dozen rats swarmed around it, and so at this point I've got the image of the scarecrow with rats all around underneath it. Um, Our belief is that the farmer thought it was moving at night when the rats were swarmed on it. Uh, So, uh, we dispatched them. But we were not satisfied that the problem was fully solved. Farmer Eric claimed that the scarecrow had chased him. Uh, So, uh, looking around the area, we decided to investigate the nearby forest. We did not go very far before we encountered a mysterious fog. And so I've got kind of a forest with with fog uh, around it. Uh, There, uh, upon entering the fog, we discovered a variety of spirits who were inside, but they seemed to have no free will of their own. Uh, There was a variety of spirits, but they were moving around in kind of the same pattern over and over again. Upon investigating further, we discovered the source a will-o'-wisp. We killed the creature, and then, upon returning to the farm, we checked on the scarecrow again. There had been no movement whatsoever. So we are satisfied, and the farmer was satisfied, that we have solved the problem. He is absolutely enraptured in this story. And as, as he is realizing that you all are producing sound effects and images, Barden, Barden, get in here, you need to see this! And his assistant comes in, and actually they're they're both watching. And as 
as you kind of continue the tale, which goes on for probably 10 or so minutes, you just see more guards walk by. He calls more and more in until you have a crowd of probably like 12 to 15 carvers just staring at this story as you guys are weaving this tale. It is magnificent. We'll go into a blow-by-blow of the fight with the Will-O-Wisp to, you know, add a little bit more gravity to the situation. Both of you go ahead and roll persuasion checks with advantage, and I'm giving you a bonus on top of this for how well that was described. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, i got to turn on advantage. Uh, right there. Performance? Persuasion. 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 Oh boy! <laughs> well, mine's a twenty-one. Taz or twenty-three. Mine's Good 23. thing he was doing the talking. He's not as interested in you, Taz, but he is enraptured by the story Liberté is telling, especially since Liberté was the one who had saved the guard. So he is all in. Well, well, I am thoroughly impressed with your little troop. That is um, very impressive. Much more than I uh, expected, if I am being completely honest with you. You have uh, very much earned your uh, reward as it was. And he goes off and gets a hefty bag of coins and gets it over to you. He gives it specifically to you, Liberté. Uh, Okay, as a reminder, how much was it? Fifty. Fifty? Right. Thank you very much, Lieutenant. I'm uh, very happy. Um, very happy with uh, th- that we could be of service to you. Um, I know things are busy around the town. I, I suppose I-, I have two questions, and, and Taz may have others. First of all, uh, is there anything specific you would recommend that we uh, attend during the festival? And number two. I know that the the carvers must be very busy. Is there any other tasks uh, that you would like us to perhaps take on? Those are two very big questions. Well, the uh, easier of those two answers is the actual festival itself uh, that is going on now, as you can tell. There are a bunch of different things. and he, he kind of allows everyone around him, the crowd is still there to kind of chime in. You learn that there are a number of different games going on. There is an archery game. There is a hedge maze that you can do. There's the dancing contest, which you know about. There's gambling tables. And there also will be a drinking contest on each evening. There are numerous musicians and craftsmen who are just spread all throughout the town lending their services, playing for music, as Alexander has basically already done. There are various foods that are available, your turkey, chicken, pork, bacon, fish, basically anything you can kind of think of. It's being cooked somewhere, you just got to find it. It's basically run fair. There are ales, wines, liquors, juices, just an amazing array of things that are going on. And he is encouraging both of you to partake in what is going on. To your other question, let me check my notes here. As far as I know, there are not any other current, you know, pressing issues. However, with the job you have done so far, I would not hesitate to ask you again. All right. Uh, well, thank you very much. Um, 
I think that's everything, unless you had something else, Tess. Uh, one thing did come to mind. We had uh, an encounter with a rather memorable barbarian. And while we had to part ways, he's asked us to keep our eyes open for a dwarf uh, that he wishes to know where you know his his whereabouts are and we we promised to let him know that uh, you your carvers wouldn't have had any chance encounters with a troublemaking dwarf by the name of Belnor have you Belnor Belnor uh, let me think and uh, he kind of calls in everybody else it's not critical uh, I personally do not remember this name uh, and as he kind of calls on a couple people none of them are able to think of it either this person does not seem to have been an issue here in our town but maybe in neighboring areas since your guards are so well connected and you yourself are exceptionally knowledgeable we we also had a, a rather unpleasant personal encounter and we're looking for hmm, I guess settling of some accounts a and we were looking to see if this individual had any business in town or if you know of the location of a uh, a man by the name of Dunham Horvitz. Dunham Horvitz. Uh, the name is familiar. I do not know anything specifically. Is this someone who is frequent in our town? Is this person dangerous? I would say he is dangerous. I don't know if he's a passerby or if you don't know him then I will accept that you know we need to move on eventually to to find him uh, but I, I was just curious if he was a known character here in this town but we, we will move on it's not to my personal knowledge However, I will ask around and see if there is anything that I can uh, come up with and let you know. If if it's no trouble, of course, but it's not that important. And I want to... Yeah, I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to do an insight check to see if I believe him. Oh, no. Okay, I believe him. Seven. He seems interested, especially in the fact that you have said that this person is dangerous. He seems very interested in that, in the fact that this apparent criminal might be coming to his town. Mm. Where, uh, where did you meet this uh, Dunham? Is you, do you know if he has ever been here before? Is he someone that you think is coming this way? Well, we met him some distance north of town. Uh, it just didn't seem like he was from that immediate area. So I had 
hoped that he was from here, which is the closest town, but obviously he's not. Somebody of your position would know for sure uh, of this type of individual. So, no, very much appreciated. How far north are you meaning? The only civilization north of here is uh, Dunaman before you hit the bay and eventually lead to the ocean. Meta question. Did I have the direction right? No. Oh, okay. Right. I think it's a, a several days south is what we thought. Uh, I think. It was west. Well, <laughs> both not good with compass points. Regardless. Well, uh, I shall keep a lookout for this individual, like I said. Uh, and uh, I do hope that you enjoy your days. We will uh, be around if you need us. <laughs> as, as will we. And if something comes up that requires our services, by all means, you can leave a note with Brianna at the Hungry Halfling. Yes. So thank you very much, and thanks again for the wine. Of course. It's pretty damn good wine, by the way. Good. Now, um, so we'll we'll head out, and I won't I won't count the gold in front of him. I wouldn't insult him that way, but I will count it when we get outside. All right. That's that's fair. Um, Tess, he gave us a bonus. He did? Yes. There are 75 gold here. Well. Okay. I think we wait to split it up until we have the whole group together. Yes. Uh, oh. Can, Liberté, can we stop at the tailors before we try to rejoin the group because if I remember correctly the work that I was having done at the tailors is done by now yes it was done this morning Yay. was somebody else waiting for something too I don't remember yes there was one other person who was waiting for the tailor yeah I think I think Jock had something oh yes yep well, we can, we can go to the tailor, and I can pick up for the two of us. Yeah, that's fine. We can do that. You both paid in advance, right? Yep. Well, we'll head west. Okay. We don't need to RP that out. You go, you go to the tailors, and you are able to collect both yours and Jacques' clothing. And I will say that as you all are coming back from the tailor, you do see the other three kind of emerging from that central plaza area and starting to head east. So I'll quickly walk up to them. So how did it go? Did you find everything? Well, Jacques kind of shook down a family. Um, Don't put it like that. That's not what happened. There was a little girl with a necklace, and he went over to ask her where she got it from. I asked the father where she got it from. Where did they say they got it from? East, far east, outside the town. Oh, 
Well, that's a definite clue. It sounds like somebody stole the goods and is reselling them. Josh, you said that the, uh, it was just uh, the, it was just a bunch of, bunch of prizes, right? Is what you said? Jenny said that her prizes were wooden jewelry. They were plain. They weren't, you know, painted or anything in that regard. Uh-huh. They were rings, necklaces, and bracelets. Alright. If they were beaded necklaces, I feel like that's pretty important. They were not beaded. They were plain. So, for a point of clarification, Ginny's necklaces, they were like strings with, with like wood beads around them. Yeah. So just, just general knowledge. Is that the type that the little girl was wearing? Yes. I will say with Jacques' perception check, they were wood. You don't know if it's exactly what Ginny had made. But at least style-wise, is that the type? It's possible, yes. Okay. Uh, Since we're right here, and... Let's let's look at the job board. Well, but before that, um, we got our reward, everyone. Oh, oh. Uh, and and the lieutenant, uh, he gave us he gave us a bonus. That's nice of him. Why? Uh, I think because we did the job so quickly, and uh, perhaps because um, he was pleased with the story we told. Told him. A story? Well, yeah, I told him what happened. Yeah, Liberté has a flair for the dramatic. I think he's learning from Alexander. Well, he sounds like a good man. He's giving us more. He also gave uh, Tess and I some pretty good-tasting wine. I have not had its like in, well, ever. And do you guys still um, doubt him, or no? I don't think we have enough facts right now, Jacques. I, I think, you know, we we should all be getting some food, following up this latest lead, and enjoying the festival. When he asked the question, I'm kind of scratching my neck. And I say, I, you know, when it comes to trusting the guards... I, other than people being afraid around them, I, I don't know that we've seen them do anything that should make us suspicious in the first place. Well, except for when Ginny... Well, she got scared. Got really scared. And that, that was just because, like... And the fact that the torn piece of fabric appears to have been off of a guard's cloak. But you're right. We should keep an open mind, given... You know, we've had no, and, and uh, he he has not been antagonistic towards us. He's been anything but. I mean, I understand that Ginny was scared, but she's small. I mean, perhaps she gets scared all the time. I we I asked the owner of the hungry halfling uh, about the carvers, and uh, she didn't seem to be particularly scared of them. She said. You know, maybe be careful who you ask about it, but I think that would be true of any authority figure, right? She also seemed to take the 
partitions as being a cost of business that may be okay for somebody that does a lot of business we just don't know you know how these partitions are judged and you know how they're allocated and you know who else they take these from they could be taking them from very poor people or they could just be taking them from rich merchants like Ginny again we don't have enough to go on at this point I I think we you know take a look at the job post there's nothing there as, as Carver seemed to indicate then you know we get some food we check in with Ginny to you know see when she wants Alexander and the boys to perform and then enjoy the festival while we've been talking I handed out uh, 15 gold to everybody and I give my 15 plus 5 more to Alexander as a you know partial payment towards my half of the pearl so Alexander you get 15 from Carver and 20 from me nice alright we're back up to having money again it was a rough time but we're back you're a natural money maker though you're you're a walking piggy bank now (laughs) I will also say as a note on the discussion that was just had Brianna who owns the hungry halfling she was nervous while you were talking about the carvers it was not a comfortable subject for her okay I mean, we, we could always just disguise someone and uh, as a halfling saying that they haven't paid and then see what happens to them if everyone, anyone wants to volunteer. But that would just get them arrested. I mean, fair enough. Let's get some food and discuss. Well, no, we had someone with a hat that could make themselves look like someone else. I can't make myself look like a halfling. They're very short. I'd be a very, very tall halfling. I think actually you can it's just that if somebody tries to poke you they'd still hit you doesn't work very well for getting arrested then does it okay <laughs> to the job board and the food yes because if it was a human they'd just pick up the halfling and walk away it's like a child mm. well the job board is here in front of the trading post Alexander do we want to check with with the lizard man yeah yeah, well, it, to see if he knows what spell components are required to bring back Charles. Yeah, I kind of miss my cat, so I think that's probably a good idea. If, if they're doing that, I want to go into alchemical infusions. I'm going to join them as well. Uh, stay outside. Alright, cat's going to the trading post along with Taz and Alexander. Liberté is going into alchemical infusions. We're just splitting up all over the place today, guys. Well, we're, we're more or less across the street. <laughs> so, Jacques, Jacques, are you checking out the jobs board for us? Yes. Okay. And then hanging out outside. Okay. Jacques, yours is easy. You walk up to the jobs board. There currently are none. Thank God. I don't want to pull that stupid shit again. Alright, I'm going to go back. Okay. Are, are you going into one of the t- stores, or what are you doing? I'm going to buy, uh, I guess, a shish kebab on the way back. 
Alright, that's easily enough. There are a number of food stands around. There is turkey, chicken, pork, bacon. I'll get a turkey and a drink. Alright. This is making me hungry, guys. Combo meal. I will eat it outside. You get a combo meal and it costs you two silver. Alright. And this is all fresh food. It is freaking delicious. Alright. Is this seasoned? Please tell me it's seasoned. Oh my god. Like seasoned meat? Yes. Oh, it is very well made. Oh, is it heavy? Is it heavy? Oh my god. Stop this. <laughs> right now, I will kill you myself. I mean, I only just ate breakfast, so it's all good for me, but everyone else. Alright. Liberté, you head into Alchemical Infusions. Before before going in, uh, I want to find a spot to hide so that I can use my uh, once-a-day use of Disguise Self. Okay. What are you changing into? I want to look like the classic uh, human wizard. Uh, long white beard, hat, robe. Uh, I have a staff, so I'll just use that. We'll say my robe is kind of a, a, a dull purple. Pointy hat with stars on it? Uh, not a pointy hat. It's it's a it's a it's a soft like it's that shape, but the hat's soft, so the point is flopped over. Ah. Uh-huh. All right. You look like the stereotypical human wizard. Right. Um, and then I'll walk in. Okay. You open the door. You do see the owner working in the back. Seems to be putting together some vials together. He looks up as you enter. Oh, Dangolf, you've returned! And he kind of walks around the counter quickly, walks up to you. How has it been, old friend? <laughs> um, I'm not Dangolf. You look like him? <laughs> what is wrong? Is he a wizard? Yes. That's probably why. I'm a wizard myself. Okay, I am starting to get confused. Uh, I I was told that you have some potions here. Uh, uh, yes, uh, y- yes, I I do. Can you tell me about them? Uh, uh, sure, and he he is very like in between two minds. So, so you're saying I look like somebody he knows? Apparently. Okay, alright. Well, if, uh, if you are interested in uh, my tonics, I can certainly provide those. Uh, he walks behind the counter and pulls up one of each. Well, uh, these, um, these tonics have uh, different properties, you understand. Um, each one does uh, a little bit different. You said that you uh, are able to work with the magics. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, uh, there are a couple that may interest you. Uh, this uh, red one here un- allows you to um, revitalize yourself after taking a rest. Uh, the green one it might not be more up your alley. It uh, helps you uh, hit people and punch and, you know, roll with them. Uh, this one, however, and he points to the blue one, it uh, is uh, much helpful in reg- retaining some of your uh, arcane magics that one that would be the one that I am interested in oh that is wonderful uh, might I ask who who told you of my shop 
I do not get many people uh, walking in knowing what they expect to find. The, the, the friendly uh, dragonborn fellow at the trading post. Oh, yes, yes. I do interact with him on uh, some occasions. He is uh, odd. Um, so, you are interested in only the blue ones? I, I'm stroking my beard with, with one hand. Mm. Yes, I'm thinking that I would like two of them. Oh, all right. The blue go for... Those are 20 gold pieces apiece. And what kind of deal do you think I could get? If I bought two at once and promised you future business. Make a persuasion check. Oops. Well, <laughs> accidentally rolled an advantage because I rolled the same number on both of them. Uh, well, seeing as how you seem to be so uh, interested in my tonics, uh, I suppose that I could give you a decent deal. How about I give you two blue ones for 30 gold? Sounds very fair. Thank you very much. I'll put the gold on the counter. Oh, this is uh, wonderful. And he actually goes up to one of the shelves that has all the tonics, and he pulls two blue vials off, and it's the only two that are missing on the entire shelf. Hands them to you. Uh, your patronage is uh, very much appreciated. Is there any way I might uh, interest you in either of the other ones? Not at the moment, but... I might be back uh, in short order if I'm satisfied with this product. Well, I am certain that you will be. Okay, I'll, I'll give him a little nod of the head, uh, take the two potions, and leave. Alright, you walk outside. Uh, so, on the way back, I want to grab some food before I meet up with Jacques. Okay. I'm now reading your whisper. Yeah. Ooh. I don't understand what your question is. I'm I'm just looking for uh I'm looking for food that I least likely would have had considering where I was in pre. Oh, um I, I want to try something new. Something fancy, something flaming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that there is, down the street a little bit, there is a roasted pork that has a lot of hot and spicy, uh, it's a hot spicy rub on it. You have not encountered many too spicy foods. Okay. This is hell. And that'll cost you what? three silver. Three silver, all right, thank you. Describing food, and I'm hungry. Oh, <laughs> Just eat cucumber like I am. So I'll head back and, and look for Jacques. Alright. You do see Jacques in the middle of the street. Okay. Alright, to the other three in the trading post. You all walk in and do see the purveyor Arjan helping out. There seems to be a number of customers in here. There's probably six or seven other individuals either at the counter waiting to be checked out or basically perusing the shelves. Yeah, it seems to be a fairly good day for business for him. Okay, so I walk in, and given we're now customers of renown, um, 
I call out to him uh, to just acknowledge Arjan, and I wave over to just say that we're here. He looks up and gives you a big toothy smile and gives you a wave and goes back to helping the customer that he's with. Take a ra- take a look around and wait politely until he's done. Okay. You guys get in line and it's maybe five minutes or so before you eventually get up to the front. Why, hello. If it isn't my favorite customers of the past few days. Oh, I'm wounded. We're not your favorite customers of all time. Well, you've only been here a few times. I've had customers that have been coming here for decades. Ah, then understandable. Uh, My good friend here uh, is looking for rather unique ingredients, but he seems to have forgotten what ingredients he needs. And we were hoping for someone of your experience and, you know, rather wide knowledge to see if you could help him. Well, I will certainly do what I can. What uh, ingredients are you looking for? Well, um... Is this some sort of stew? Maybe a nice bouillabaisse? No, I'm trying to to make a cat magically appear. So it's uh, uh, a little bit out there. So the... I've done it before, I just don't remember the spell. Do you have any any books on that might contain any just basic level wizard spells, or do you know of anywhere where I could speak to someone that might be able to help me out? You hear a low, guttural kind of chortle. It seems like it's starting in the back of his throat, and as he opens his mouth, it kind of escapes in little yips. <laughs> you are not speaking of ingredients, you are speaking of spell components. Exactly. Well, uh, making a cat disappear is... uh, Depends. There are several spells that might be able to do that. In my younger days, I did dabble in the arcane. What sort of spell are you looking for? Well, uh, it's a a fine familiar spell. I haven't done it in upwards of ten years. I've just always, always had the familiar on me. I just forgot how to do it. Uh, he scratches his head a little bit. Let me think for a moment. I believe there's a book I can consult one moment. And he kind of shuffles off and walks behind the counter and plucks a book off of a shelf and starts leafing through it. That sort of perks my ears up, saying book and something with knowledge in it. Yes, uh, here you go. This is um, a very rudimentary book. It isn't uh, for the... What's the word I'm looking for? This isn't something your typical wizard would use. This is more someone who is trying to learn the basics of the arcane. Ah, yes. This is someone for who's maybe, you know, a quarter your age. Ah, Magic for Dummies. I read it. Um... Hmm. You could say that. Does it actually have the spells in it? Or is it just generally talking about history and a little bit of instruction? It gives a very basic uh, description. There is no 
spells in this tome. If there were, it would be priced at a much higher price point. However, and he flips to the page and sets it down, the book on front of you, Alexander, you and Liberté, and Vesper too if you want. And you can all read the components for Find Familiar. Build the cat. Thank you for that. What, what, will, what will the charge for this information? For simply reading a book, you owe me nothing. However, if you would like to buy something, you are more than welcome to. Well, I would like to... Hmm. I'm not sure how much I want. Uh, maybe I'll go... How about I buy three times the list of this, um, list of these ingredients? How much would that run me? I just put that into your journal, so now you can specifically tell me what you would like. Okay. You need the... There's a brazier, too, correct? I put the components in your journal. It's under resources. Got it. Okay. Cool. Okay, well, how about... Do you have uh, 12 gold worth of incense, 12 gold of charcoal, and um, let's go 6 of the arcane chalk, then. I have the incense and the charcoal. I will need to check on the chalk. Give me one moment. No worries. And he, w- and he walks back. He's gone for maybe five or so minutes, so if there's anything you guys want to do in the meantime. People are still kind of mulling around the store, looking at his various wares. So we might need a... Tanner? Somebody that would have... Or a butcher, bones. Yeah. Yeah, that complicates things. We could have used those rats. If I wanted to make a rat. No, I don't. I don't think it has to be of the same animal type. I think it just has to be. Oh, well, that's convenient because I grabbed a rat that I saved for Charles at some point. I didn't lock it down though, but we definitely did do that. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I did. Is, is that considered fresh? Did did you grab a rat? I don't remember you doing that. I grabbed one to give to him later, as we were um, at the the start of it, because there was like stray rats. I, I can say that I didn't, if that makes it easier, but I'm 95% sure that I got one or gave one to him. He, yeah, he grabbed one. I'm not sure if he gave it to him or not, but I, I know he grabbed one. Yeah. I'll give it to you. So as of right now, you have some fresh fur and bones from a rat. Yeah. You're not sure how long that'll last. No. But for the moment, you have that. Eventually, he does come back. Well, I do have arcane chalk. I have a total of nine gold worth. I was not sure if I had that. Very knowledgeable for the future. Do you still want only the six? Nah, just give me the whole. Give me the... Go from the six to the nine. It's easy. It's always useful. Well, I am very grateful then. And so you now have eight gold worth of incense, eight gold worth of charcoal, and nine gold worth of arcane chalk. Alright, someone math that up for me. I'm not smart enough. Um... That, that's all my gold. Um, 
What? Yeah, nah. No, I just took all my gold away instead of the right amount. Better. Got it. Done. <laughs> okay. He looks to both you, Taz, and Vesper. Is there anything else that I could uh, interest the two of you in? Do you need anything, Taz? I need everything, but um, there's no libraries in town. There's... I, I don't think, Arjan, if I ever asked you if there are any, I guess, more advanced books on the arcane or, or scrolls. For sale, you mean that I have? Yes. I currently do not have any of those in my possession, but that is not to say that you might find them elsewhere. Right, then we will be on our way and Well, actually. I was just making sure you didn't have anything you needed. Yes, my lady. Um you have a very nice store here. You you see you do a lot of trade, I assume. You get a lot of different things in here. I do. Okay, well I have a question. Do you Perhaps trade information. If I have the information and you have something that I would deem of equal value to my information. I want to ask about the Carvers. That is a very interesting question indeed. Especially in this time of day. (laughs) Are you saying that I shouldn't be asking about this right now? He subtly glances over your shoulder to the rest of the people who are walking around the store. If this is indeed a conversation you wish to have, come back later this evening. I close a little bit after sunset. I'll do that. Thank you. Thank you. You are very welcome. And I do hope you have something worth that information. I think I do. Wonderful. I look forward to seeing you this evening. Do I? Alright, you got a date. (laughs) Alright. Not the dragonborn you were looking for. Oh, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) So we're all finished here. I take it you three are leaving? Yeah, I'm heading out. Okay. You three all step outside of the trading post. And I think this is a decent spot to go ahead and take a quick break. Jumping back into the session, you all have just reconvened. Both Jacques and Liberté have gotten some lunch. And Jacques is determined to find this mysterious jewelry seller seller on the east side. So, okay, so first I throw or hand Jacques his package so he has his nice traveling clothes. And do I recognize Liberté? I I transformed back. Oh, okay. All right. I had assumed he dropped it. Okay. Um, I can't let I can't let Alexander see it, or he'll steal another form. 
<laughs> can I say? <laughs> so, what would you all like to do? There are still people milling around. I will say at this point it is uh, 2, 2.30. So you have a little bit of time still before the dancing competition, Alexander. I'll grab a giant turkey leg if they have one and walk around like a festival goer. Four silver. Four? Giant turkey. Yeah. Should have asked for a regular one. Um, so should we enjoy the festival or do we want to follow up on leads? I mean, look, I'm at this point not very connected to looking for the the jewelry. She doesn't seem like, you know, she seemed pretty indifferent to whether or not we get it back at this point. It's probably a little bit too late. Also, um, she kinda might have heard Jock out loud in a public place calling it stupid and useless. So, uh, yeah, so that's a thing. So I, I'm I'm pretty happy to just drop this uh, this quest and move on. I mean, at this point, I'm mainly interested in finding out if it was indeed a carver who did it. Seems really weird, first off. Did you guys all tell me the whole conversation that you had with her? The first one? No, the, this this very last one. No, we didn't. We just you wouldn't have relayed the whole thing to me. No, no, the only thing we were laid was basically I basically just try, tried to interrogate a father and her the father. Oh yeah, yes, that's yeah. basically what we did. And then, and then we and then, the, and then we had another lead of a person outside of the town east. And Alexander said that they said the conversation might not be as plain as Jacques is describing it. I would say that the festival has already started. Uh, if we wanted to find the jewelry and have it be useful, we would have had to have found it by now. It's true. I, I think it's okay if we if we delay and uh, wait until after the festival to maybe look into it a bit more. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my the awakened mind that allows me to telepathically talk. So I'm gonna whisper it to the person. Oh, okay, good. All right. You don't need to announce that in game. You you, okay. you can just say, "Hey, I'm telepathically telling you, blah 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 blah." Can I respond to him or no? No, it's only one way. One way. Very invasive. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna look at Taz and say, "Yeah, yeah, I I get you." <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, we got we got a bit of time. If we're not gonna focus on doing this, maybe we should check out parts of the festival. See if there's um, you know, some some way to win some coin, or you know, just prove that we're better than everyone else at things. So we're not focused on this right now. So is that we're, what we're all saying? I think I'm good dropping it. We're giving up on the useless jewelry for now, and we'll just enjoy ourselves after doing a job well done for the town. Yes, I... I, I well, yes, I mean, they are useless. Okay. Alright. I'm fine. They are not entirely useless. So, Jacques, breathe. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Just give me a few moments by myself. I, I'll, I'll fall behind you guys. 
So in talking to Vesper to the ability that I seem to have is only one way. It, it could help in situations where we want to ask some yes or no questions subtly to somebody as, you know, Arjan in the shop, but I I think his idea and your agreement of that idea was more proper because I would only be able to really ask yes or no questions without that person looking rather foolish, talking you know, without having any questions directed at them. That's a very useful skill to have. It's got its limits, but it's got its uses. Josh, how do you imagine message working? Like, what does that look like externally when I use that? In what context? Uh, well, I mean, okay, so I say I say a message within 120 feet to somebody, and they're the only one who can hear it. Does my mouth move? Yes. And I have to point toward them. How subtly can I point and still have the, the spell work? You can try to do it subtly, which would be a sleight of hand check. Okay. I'm just wondering how useful it is if all, all the times when I would want to be sending that message, I also have to do a check to see if somebody detects me doing it. It would depend on, on the situation. So if, if you're in a situation where you really don't want to be seen, you would need to make a check. If, if right. you're just trying to do it, like, inconspicuously, and there's a bunch of people around, yeah, you could probably just get away with it. Otherwise, I might have to, like, just go into a closet or something, right? Around a corner. So nobody can see me? Yeah, like, around a corner or something. Okay, all right. I very much encourage creative uses of your spells. Okay. Whether it's it's kind of interpreting it in a different way. If you can interpret it in a way and make a good argument, I'll let you roll with it. So, so everybody, if I I have a cantrip message, if I use that, I can say basically one sentence, and you can reply back with one sentence. Six seconds. But it, but it's not. Yeah, six seconds. But it's it's not telepathy like his. Mine obviously has some external, like your mouth still moves, but nobody else can hear it except the recipient. Right. So you can still be spot. Right. You can still be seen talking. You can cover your mouth, I guess. But. That might look more suspicious. <laughs> I was coughing. Okay. Sorry, I kind of interrupted no, everything. No, no worries. We've got a hedge maze. There's drinking, foods. There's gambling. This all was related. The list is there's an archery range, where which you can do any time. A hedge maze, which you can do any time. The dancing contest in a couple of hours. There are gambling tables, which you can do whenever. And then the drinking contest is after, like, in the late evening as the sun's going down. It's a drinking contest? Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Like, a strength contest anywhere? Liberté and Taz did not specifically hear of a strength contest from the cap, from the uh, lieutenant. Oh, right. They're, they're the ones who know. That's what the guards told us. I mean, we can we can look around. It, he doesn't seem to be 100% informed, but those kinds of events probably would, you know, attract his men. Oh, I, I, I start clapping and jumping up and down. What if we just hosted a strength event? And, and, and Alexander could play music to make money while we do it. Uh, I think you'll probably have to have a permit. 
Probably needs a little bit more preparation. And and prizes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring up prizes to Jacques. Uh, <laughs> so, so Liberté, did you enjoy your lunch? Uh, yes, it was very good. Oh, and uh, while you were in the training post, I did go into an alchemical infusions, and I bought two of the blue potions. Uh, at some point, Taz, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, I'd, I'd like you to cast your spell on it to uh, identify it and make sure it really is truly what he says it is. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be th- this very yeah, that's, moment. That's but... a good idea. Uh, so it's either when we go back to... Oh, we have to go back to the Hungry Halfling tonight for Alexander's performance. Yeah, so before bed would be fine. Sure. I don't plan on using it today. Okay. That sounds good. Um, so where would the... I mean, is there a steady flow of the crowd going one way, or are they just all going all over the place? Everyone is going everywhere. Okay. Are there signs up for directions to the archery range, to the hedge maze? Yeah, there, there are general signs that you can follow. So if you, you can quickly get to any one of the activities wherever you would like to head to. Okay. Well, kind of want to go and drink. Well, um, yeah, that didn't go well for you, Jacques. I mean, what do you mean? It, it did what it was supposed to. It was supposed to get me wasted. No, I can't argue with that. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm thinking of just going back to the hungry halfling and drink there. I'm not planning to like. I'm not drinking to entertain people or compete. Or. So you don't want to see the sights? Have you been to festivals before? I've seen plenty, and they're all the same to me. Okay, then. I guess try to stay out of trouble and try not to fall drunkenly into an alley anywhere? Um, Don't do that. Yeah. That's not fun. I'll, I'll just... I'll take it easy when I, when I get back. Okay. Go make my way to the Hungry Halfling and we'll drink there. Alright. I assume you're just gonna be drinking ale all day? Yep. Oh, okay, boy. as slowly as I can. Oh boy! However many you want to have, it's three copper per ale. All right, it's FYI. So go ahead and mark. Go ahead and mark that off. I'm drinking as much as I can, so I'm expected to make con saves. <laughs> You're gonna get blackout drunk. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna. I gotta turn to Alexander. I, I hear that when people drink like that, their inhibitions are lower. Jacques hasn't pulled a card yet, has he? Uh, nope. Don't think so. I turn and walk away. But neither of you. So. Yeah, I'm not drunk. Okay. Well, fair enough. I'll I'll ask somebody if they know where the hedge maze is? Oh, yes. The, the hedge maze is it's right over this way, and they point south this direction. South? Oh. Alright, so I guess we'll you all head to the hedge maze. Was everybody going? Yeah, I'll, I'm going. Yeah. Okay. And, and as I look around, my eyes are just wide. Yeah, 
mine are too. Yeah, you, you haven't seen this many people in one place, really, especially for, for what you've experienced. I've seen lots of people, and I've been in a city before, but nothing festive, nothing fun. So this is new to me. You all walk towards the south, following a crowd of people, and eventually you come upon what seems to be a bunch of hedges. You never really were going past the south of the town before, however, these don't seem to be natural. They don't match the surrounding area. They are too green. It's almost giving off a a light of green. Seems very odd. And as you see, there are people who are lining up and just heading into the maze. Is there like a person at the like start of it who's like in charge of it or no? You do not see anyone at, at the entrance. It does not appear to be a uh what's the word I'm looking for here? Pay to play? Yeah, yeah, it, it is not pay to play. Okay. Is there a fence around the hedges at all or can we get right up to it from the outside? There is a central hedge that goes around the the in, the entire exterior, and as you are walking around, you do hear a couple of individuals say, "Oh yeah, there's there's only one way out. I wonder how long it's gonna take for us to find it." And you said the bushes are glowing. They're not glowing per se. They seem a little too green, if that makes sense. Like vibrant. Yes, very vibrant. They don't look completely natural. I want to poke the, the hedge. Okay, as you guys are walking in, you walk up and poke the hedge. It's a, it's a plant. Okay, good enough for me. My theory was that it, they could have been an illusion, that's all. You, you poke them and they are not illusions. Okay. Oh, there's actually a hedge maze. There is actually a hedge maze. So you can move as much or as little as you like as you walk around the hedge maze. All right, stay together or race? Ooh, racing sounds fun. Yeah, I think we want to race. It's up to you guys how you want to play it. But there, I will, I will say there is an exit. So move our movement. Do we roll initiative and move our movement and... Are you guys actually racing? Yeah, I, I am so. all for this. <laughs> okay, sure. Go ahead and go ahead and roll initiative. All right. How do oh. Liberté and I always roll the same roll? That is yeah. uncanny. That's at least two in a row. Me and Vespa did that for one episode. Yes, and I should have a roll off. <sighs> Both of you roll a d twenty, and I'm gonna laugh my ass off if you tie.
So Alexander darts off. All right, Vesper. Okay. And then I go this way. All right, Vesper takes the opposite direction. Liberté. Pass. Oh, wait, so if it's black, it's... Can't go that way. Yeah, okay. Taz runs forward and runs into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> He's unconscious. Woohoo! A little bit of a false start. So I, I, I can't see you guys anymore. So if you move, I, I, I'll have to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you when to go, Alexander. All right. Um, I know that there's a card in the deck that allows people to walk through walls. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Do it. Are, are you gonna pull a card? That, that's gonna that's gonna be your entire turn. That's absolutely fine. I'll pull a card. All right. Yes. <laughs> Roll a d20. Uh, I gotta stop doing this. I will laugh <laughs> so hard if that's the one you get. I don't think Ooh. that's it. That's a new one, I think. Ability to fly. Ability to fly. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alexander. You pull a card, and on this one, you see what is undoubtedly a bard strumming a harp for a noble. And as you see it, you think, oh yeah, that sounds great. I wish I could do that. And you feel overcome with a sudden urge to speak in couplets. <laughs> speak in what now? Couplets. Now you're gonna have to like tell that to me in English because I don't know what that is. So two two lines. Little Jimmy ran down the hill. Mm-hmm. He landed on a duck's bill. Right. Oh no. <laughs> one day I'll get a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's Alexander's turn. Vesper. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be so hard to do. It's hard for you. Yeah, thanks, man. Libertech. Taz. I think we jumped me. No, yours was pulling the card, remember? Oh, right, yeah. Alexander. Vesper, you're up. Oh, hi. Libertech. Taz. Alexander, Taz runs in front of you. Do you say that to him? Oh, I don't say anything because I don't know how to do it yet. So I'm thinking about it. I can't think of anything smart to say yet. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. All right. So we're going to know something's wrong with Alexander. <laughs> uh, Alexander, you're up. Yep, moving. Vesper. I run like straight into the wall. <laughs> Liberté. You see a little halfling boy pass you. Still gonna go that way. Taz. And I will say, if you do find the exit, don't say it. And I will I will keep saying it is your turn, even though it is not. Oh my gosh. Alexander. Oh, this is so annoying. Um Vesper. Alexander, you see a man walk past you this way. I'll draw my... No, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> be the perfect place to kill me. Try Wizards Tournament. 
Is there a low mist? There is not. It is a very beautiful sunny day. Liberté. Oh no. Ah! Shit! <laughs> this is so <laughs> much more fun than I anticipated it being. Taz. <laughs> this is just gonna be the rest of the session. Just this. It honestly might be. <laughs> Jacques, go ahead and whisper me another con save. Alright. Alexander. You see this person walk by you, Taz. Alright, Vesper. How tall is the, like, hedge? About ten feet. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Now that's a competition. Liberté. <sighs> Taz. I have no idea who's leading. Neither do they. <laughs> this is for our entertainment. At the end of the day, it is. Alexander. Vesper. I can't even make it to the end of this row. That's how many is what? Just flew over me. <laughs> Vesper, you see that little boy. And he's walking this direction. Liberté. Taz. Okay. Alexander. We're gonna get to the end and Jock's gonna be there. Vesper. It's gonna be past midnight. Oh! My, my rendezvous! Alexander also has a contest soon. I know! <laughs> You're up, Vesper. Okay. Bowl this kid over trying to like go as fast as I can. Yeah, he's he, he's walking this way. Uh Liberté. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. Hi. Uh I will go this way. Oh wait, you can't go that way. I thought you could. No, the only way you can go is up. I had ten more I had more ten more feet, so here I am. Yep. You get there and see a dead end and the kid is walking oh. back. <laughs> no. I don't say anything. All right. <laughs> I say it. <laughs> As done. All right, Alexander. You see that little boy in front of you go this direction. Well, I can't. I can't see nothing right now. There we go. He's here. He's going this way. He seems to have his head on straight. I'll chase this kid. He's up to something. Starts walking faster. <laughs> As you're like chasing him and he goes this way. He's up to something. He's up to something. What do you say to him? I'm not saying anything, you bastards. <laughs> Vesper. Okay, well, Dean is how I don't know. You waste ten feet, find out that it's a dead end. I just, like, kind of, like, ugh. Yeah, you, you see Liberté with a scowl on his face. How tall are you, Liberté? Not very tall. I can look with me. Uh, 5'5". Five, five. I'll do. You want to get on my shoulders? <laughs> uh... That's a turn. 
Yeah. I would have no idea if that's cheating or not, and there were no instructions, so yes. Okay, great. Oh, shit. All right. Liberté, you're going to hold your action to move and get on top of Vesper on her turn. Okay. Pass. I don't think I'd want to, to do that if I thought it were cheating, but I have no clue if it is or not. So. I mean, it's not like an official game. Alexander. Um... If someone wants to try and scale these hedges... <laughs> oh wait, the other one was a dream, so he, he... Yeah, so brambles and hedges. It was a brief daydream. You would need to make... I'm gonna say an athletics check to try... Because you would have to get, like, inside the bush and then climb up the inner part and then stick your head out the middle. Which, but it's not gonna be you can tell they're not very strong so it's not something you can really stand on top of you'd kind of just be like swimming through it that's not a whole lot of fun no you would not be able to stand on it uh, damn alright well until I come up with something better keep chasing the kid I'll keep chasing the kid <laughs> <laughs> you sure it's not just the halfling yeah so you, you get to there Alexander and see the kid has gone to your left and gone up this direction. Oh. Well, then I'm gonna beat him. Oh! That is in the race. Not with my hand. Please <laughs> <laughs> don't! Ooh, one wrong turn, kid. Whack! Oh, no. <laughs> you just escaped getting into jail. Alright, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, no, get out. Get away with so easily. No, um, I'll, I'll go up there. Vesper, make an athletics check to hoist okay. Liberté up on your shoulder. I'm, like, so, like, nervous now that I always have an advantage, even though I don't. If, um... if, even if you do, it's all right. Okay. It's not a big deal. Whoa! Hey. Whoa! Whoa! That's she throws me over the head. She's not going to throw you over the hedge, but she definitely picks you up and hoists her up on her shoulder. As the two of you are doing this, you see the little kid who's probably like 10 or 11. This gives you both an evil stink eye. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you cheating in this fucking hedge maze? And he just walks away. <laughs> Dude, you too could do this once you're tall enough. Okay, Liberté, make a, make a perception check. My natural one. From a quick glimpse around... Unfortunately, you're not high enough, and all of the hedges oh. look the same. You don't see where the exit is before best for us to put you back down. They didn't see anything. Absolutely nothing. Looks like a flat field from up there. Mm. Alright. Thank you for trying. Liberté, it's now your turn again. So I, I'm, I'm actually starting here, right? Yeah. Wait, sorry. If he's on top of Vesper, isn't part of his movement getting down? I, I was saving my, my action from my last ah, turn okay. to do that. Yeah. So this is my new Taz. Alexander. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm just going in a big circle. It's almost like I'm in some kind of maze. <laughs> Vesper. Uh, Alexander, out of the corner of your eye, 
as you're walking, you see the little kid who you were chasing. He looks at you as as he's walking back this direction and kind of hurriedly walks this direction. Liberty. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Taz, as you turn the corner, you see a woman walking this direction. Okay. Alexander. Uh, is the wall next to me hedge? It looks like it's different. It is hedge. It's just the image I downloaded. Nah, stuff it. I'm gonna go in the hedge. Uh, up here. So, I'm gonna see see if I can get to the top of it. <laughs> go in the hedge. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so, you burrow your way into the middle of this hedge. It's probably, you know, three or four feet wide. Make an athletics check to try to climb up the middle of this hedge, even though there's branches everywhere. I can't convince you, acrobatics. Ha! Ha ha! No. Okay, let's show. And there was a penalty on that, so yeah, you spend the net you spend, I'll say, two turns trying to get up, <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> So that's your your current turn and your next one, Vesper. No. <laughs> Vesper and Liberté are racing each other. <laughs> Liberté. Uh... Oh my god, I wasted so many turns going this way. <laughs> yeah, you did. Taz. We get lost. Is there like an official maze finder person? <laughs> nope, you die. That's it. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> you die. I'll burn this thing down before that. If it happens. gets to sunset, I'm gonna start using Eldritch Blast on the maze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alexander, you spend your next turn struggling to get back out of the hedge. <laughs> so you are now back in the hedge. Or can I try and get out on the other side? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna nix that. Oh. Actually, you know what? Sure, if you really want to make another out, uh, another athletics check, you just force your way out of the maze entirely. But you you are done and can't speak about it. <laughs> oh God! No. Oh. Hey, there you go. All right. Funny. So Alexander, you do <laughs> bust your way out of the maze. You are now outside. There okay, is an cool. Alexander-shaped hole in the side of the maze. And there are just some disgruntled passers-by angry at you as they walk past. So I'm... I'm like, I solved it. Wait, did, did you say that? Did you say that? Uh, I'm, I'm gesturing, going, eh, whatever. <laughs> oh, I, can't I thought you said a way to rhyme it. I'm trying. I really am, but I can't. <laughs> That's all right. You have to perform tonight. I know. <laughs> Vesper. <laughs> really hard figuring out where everything is. Uh. Be quiet, Alexander. Oh, you're kidding me. Be quiet. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Okay. All right. And then Liberté. I had the advantage of seeing her, so I knew when her turn was done. Taz, you're up. 
Taz, you look behind you and see a little boy walking back in the direction that you came. Okay. Vesper. Ah! Uh, I already went down this path. Okay, well... Vesper makes a wrong turn and immediately realizes she's already been down that way. <laughs> Liberté. I know where I'm going. I'm a capable adult. Taz. Vesper. Liberté. I think I end up on her same square. Um, myself there. Taz. Vesper. Liberté. You have a little bit more, I think, Vesper. Taz. Liberté and Vesper are just kind of walking together at this point. <laughs> We're buddies. I like to imagine it's more of like one of us runs in front and the one behind grabs her foot and they fall down. And yeah! I like something to keeping, with my elbow. But we're, oh. keeping, we're oh. keeping perfect pace with each other because of it, though. <laughs> Vesper. Liberté. They feel like we're getting here somewhere. It's gonna go for hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Taz. Vesper. Liberté. Taz. Uh, Vesper. Liberté. Once we get to a point where people start exiting, do we want to just fast forward to the end or do we want to run it all the way out? Because that might still take a bit for the three that are left. Oh, like, if someone finds it... No, I think... Yeah, I think we can end. Alright. Taz. Uh, Alexander, as you are standing outside the hedge, very frustrated, you see a jubilant Taz exit the maze. Ah! I was standing at the exit already. I was just, like, waiting there, like, oh, these guys. <laughs> For the other two, Alexander exited the hedge maze 20 feet from the exit. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All he had to do was make one more turn, and he was there. Priceless. Yeah. Uh, Vesper, if you want to, like, speed through it and try to find your way, feel free. That's what Liberté is doing right now. Okay. And I'm not getting anywhere either. <laughs> As you, super excited with a smile on your face, you see Alexander kind of scowling in a curious Alexander-shaped hole in the wall. That's cheating. Is it the exit? Yep, Liberté, you find the exit. Uh. <laughs> and that was hard. That was hard at fast speed. This bird gets completely lost. Where am I? <laughs> 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 she's back at the dead end. Oh no! <laughs> How did you get back here? I'm gonna. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna cast prestidigitation to like throw up 
showers of sparks. So like it's almost like help. fireworks to directionally, she knows which way to go. As you do that, you get looks of a bunch of angry people around you. What are you doing? Why are you telling them where the exit is? Oh, oh, sorry, didn't know it was a serious competition. Some people like to find out for yourself. I see this. Make a perception check, Vesper. I'm terrible at perception, guys. This is actually way more entertaining than I thought. I should have just let you guys speed through it. I'm sorry. No, no, this is amazing. No, this was perfect. Okay. You do hear the sparks, Vesper. They come from this direction. She should be able to see them. I'll say no with how tall the hedges are. Ah, okay. Okay, which direction? Up, uh, up here. Oh, you're that far away? <laughs> I am that far away. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you want to run it out or no? I'm going to try. Go for it. Speed run. As fast as you can go. I'm trying, but I keep hitting walls. I was just over here. This went so much better <laughs> than I anticipated. And I was terrified that you guys were going to hate this. Wait, 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 this goes down. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, you know it's bad when she's getting familiar with it. <laughs> this is going right back to where I was. What? This is the most entertaining thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm sorry. This is amazing. Ugh. This is hell. Is that? Just record her running in circles. Vesper. It's too late at this point. <laughs> I'm in too deep. Ah! Am I going in circles right now? The this the sparks were over here. What time in the day are we approaching right now? Wait 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 wait. I was. I was so. So I'm really close, I'm really close, I'm... I'll say you have about a half an hour, Alexander, before the dance contest starts. Okay. Do I see, like, the Alexander hole anywhere? No, you do not. The Alexander hole is only visible from the outside. I found you guys! Hey, Vesper finally emerges. About a half an hour after everybody else. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, won? A test one. Job. Alexander, we should celebrate by by you pulling a card. What do you think? Uh, well, you see, the maze itself was really hard, so I already had to pull a card. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very nicely get? done. Very nicely done. And, and and what did you get? What is the? Were you able to phase through the the? Well, no. I look at the hole in the hedge. You didn't get that card. You see, I went out of my way to pull a card, and on that card there was a bard. <laughs> I, I got one word I can rhyme, and that's it. As long as, it, as, long as it ends in ARD, he's fine. Hell yeah. Oh boy. Um, yeah, so, you, you all get the sense that apparently he has to rhyme. Yeah. Uh, 
So for the moment, I have to rhyme, and I'll be doing that for some time. See, you're getting better. Wow. <laughs> your, your performance tonight is going to be very interesting. Like, do you? What if there's a word you can't rhyme and you say it? What happens then? Like orange. Yeah, orange. Say orange right now. <laughs> I just sort of look at it with dread, like, oh, don't make me do it. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. <laughs> please, please. Only one way to find out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> please. No. I'll give you a gold. I'll die. Straight away. I'll give you a gold piece. <laughs> Hold gold. I'm gonna take it out and like hold it in front of him. Okay, I'll, I'll, t I'll take the gold and I'll just look at her and I'll say, Orange. <laughs> Uh oh. And and you you say nothing else. I can't say anything else because there's no rhyme to that. Roll a d4. Oh no! <laughs> Absolutely fine. I'll I'll take it. Oh my god, mouse, please. Um, just attract that gold piece right now. Alexander, you feel a sharp pain in the front of your forehead. You take three psychic damage. Oh. Ugh. He's gonna die from that rhyming. <laughs> what happened? Well, the result of that was not fun, but I hope you're proud of what you have done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is working so well! I've been waiting for someone to pull that so much! <laughs> <laughs> hope someone else gets it next time, this is hard. <laughs> <sighs> I can die happy. <laughs> I'm so glad it wasn't me, because I would suck at that. It, it's almost fitting that you've pulled the dance card and the couplet card. I know! <laughs> but to be fair, I'm the one that's pulling cards seemingly aggressively every single day, so like... You since are. I knew that I could draw more, I've just gone for it. Then, great. Alright. So you all have exited the maze successfully, all of you. Well, almost all of you. What would you all like to do? Alexander, you have about a half an hour till your dance contest is set to start. I can't think of a word that rhymes with dance. Chance. Chance. Pants. Prance. See, it's no fun if you hand it to me. <laughs> oh, you're right. Um, <laughs> oh, um, I, I have entered a competition of dance, so over here I must prance. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> that's what I got. It's a rhyme. You don't feel any sharp pain. <laughs> so I'll start heading towards the um, the dance competition area that we were before then. You all begin to head over there. I'll move you guys back to the map. <sighs> what have I done? <laughs> I need, like, greater restoration to fix the bad parts of these cards. Doubt it would work. Just was... <laughs> Alright, you all head back into the center of town. There are still more people selling wares, selling food. You see people selling little trinkets and baubles and toy swords and dolls and medals and all kinds of just random things. Do we see anybody selling anything that would be interesting to adventurers? Make a perception check. I join him in that? Sure. We got a six total. 
sick. 17, finally! There you go. Spending the next few minutes kind of looking around, at least in this immediate area, you don't see anyone selling, like, adventurer wares. You would think that most of that would be sold in one of the actual stores. Okay. Can I go purchase a doll? Of course. What kind of doll are you looking for? Um, small, compact, can be stored away. I, I don't know, that's that's all I got. Little girl doll. Okay. You walk up to a person who seems to have specialized in these dolls. There are dolls of little princes and princesses, of kings, queens. There are dolls of wolves and dragons and what look to be sea monsters. There are a whole array of different items. They're like plush dolls? Mm-hmm. Okay, I am interested in selecting a girly plush doll that's small. And that's all I got. All right. You walk up in the, the halfling who's kind of selling. Oh, hello. Are you interested in any of my dolls today? Um, actually. Um, I just want a small, you're like a little rag doll, perhaps. Oh, yes, yes. We, we have all different kinds. Uh, we're, we're running a, a little bit of a special right now. The dolls are usually three silver apiece, or you can get uh, three for seven. I'm just interested in one, but I do have a question for you. Yes. Is there any of these that... Did you make these, first off? I very much did. And she kind of stands a little taller in her halfling size. Are lovely. I'm wondering, do you have one that you are particularly fond of? I, I like these ones over here. And she kind of points to a, a group where... They seem to be of the same person repeated, but there are a few that look to be of finer quality than the rest. And, like, what do they look like? They look to be young-ish girls, probably 14 to 16-ish, you would guess. Kind of long, flowing hair, nice little felt dress. Are these popular with the very young children? Hi, they've been my bestseller so far. And she kind of points and looks around in the immediate area. You can see a couple of kids who are walking around with families who seem to have purchased one. I'd like to purchase one. Of course, of course. Uh, for one, it's three silver. Okay. And I'm going to hand her the three silver. Thank you very much, dear. If you know anybody else, send them my way. I will. And I'm going to go join the group. And I'm immediately going to turn to Alexander and say, Hey, there's some dolls back there for you if you want. The three of you see Vesper walk up holding what looks to be a very well-made doll. Do you have somebody to give that to? Not currently, no, but perhaps in the future. Don't worry, I have a plan. Okay. <laughs> gonna stuff it into like whatever I'm have on my back. I'm assuming I have a backpack on. You have a small side pouch that you can put it in. Vesper, when you say things like that, it sounds an awful lot like Alexander's influence is rubbing off on you. What does that mean? 
never mind. Does he buy dolls? Does that... He has a plan. Oh. Oh, shoot! Is that what he says? I always seem to have a plan. Although sometimes it doesn't seem to pan out. Roll a d4. Scratching on that one, but I <laughs> No, that was... No, plan and pan. That was close d4. enough. D4. <laughs> Fuck, okay. At least half the damage for me. I almost got there. One. <laughs> Alright, so you take another point of psychic damage. Half the one. Um, alright. I'm gonna die. I'm just saying now. This is going to kill me. Both as a player and a character. If you were to die, I would cry. <laughs> I'm going to... Are you hurting right now, Alexander? Answer that without saying. Nod! If it's a yes. Uh, I'll just shake my head. Um, I'm good. Shake no. no. Shake no. I believe him. He, he looks like he's okay. You've certainly seen him in worse situations, especially the previous evening when there were rats crawling all over him. That's true. So, Liberté, did you want to check out the archery range, or is that just for emergency purposes that you have a bow and arrow? I'm not all that interested in practicing, but I would like to watch the dance competition. Okay, then off we go to... Uh, maybe I'll check in on Jacques quickly, while, and then I'll, I'll meet you at the dance competition? That's good. Okay. <laughs> good. Taz, you briefly head off to the Hungry Halfling before heading towards the dance stage. And you do find Jacques, who is many cups deep. He seems to be holding out pretty well, though. He's not... doesn't sound too drunk, but he's he's pounding them back pretty good. Uh, Jacques, uh, are you okay? Mm, yes. I am superb. <laughs> okay, so have you had any food? Plenty. Do you want to head up to your room? What time of day is it now? It's about four o'clock. Mm. How many have I drunk already? For the time they've been gone, it's been about an hour and a half. I'll say you've probably had uh, six or seven ales. Ah. Mm. So you're you're drunk, but you're not belligerent or blackout drunk yet. I'll probably take a drink with me upstairs to my room then. Okay, you're... Do you want me to walk you to the room so you get the right door? Or are you okay to find it on your own? What happened last time? You ended up passing out in an alley? Mm, I remember waking up in the bed, though. Yeah, that you have to thank Alexander at some point for that. So, um, yeah, let's, let's get you your ale get you upstairs safely tucked away and then I'll go back and watch Alexander dance without the influence of a card. I'll go upstairs but I'm not gonna go to sleep yet. I 
I'll need to f- fill out my journal. Okay. Before I go to sleep. Alright. Jacques, you walk upstairs and spend some time writing everything in your journal. He seems to be doing alright, Taz. Okay. So then I'll head back to the Grand Dance. Alright. You head over where you see Alexander along with a bunch of other individuals who are prepping to dance for their lives. Are most of them little girl halflings? No, there are a bunch of different people. Okay. There are there are a bunch of little kids, but there do seem to be a number of uh, adults as well. Although most of those are halfling, but male and female. Before he went over for the dance competition, I wanted to ask him if I could pull a card. It's up to you. I thought, can I pull a card? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll just get out the cards, I won't say anything, and I'll just gesture it to him. Okay, yeah, I'll pull one. Alright, go ahead, roll a d20. Liberté, you draw a card, and you see on it something strange, something you've never seen before. You see a wave of water crashing over, and it turns into fire, which is boiling against rock turning into lava, which then cools into air, which then turns back into water. And then the card immediately bursts into flame and disappears. Was it? Do... Have all the cards... Have all the cards disappeared like that? Yes. Okay. I, I whispered it to you. Yep. Get a good one again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, nothing, uh... I don't feel anything. I believe him. Make an insight check. 18. Seems hard to read. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? Liberté has drawn a card. Alexander's getting ready for the festival, or for the dance com- contest. I'm just on my way back to join them at some point. I'll, I'll say you're there. It's fine. Okay. Time is it exactly like? It is four o'clock. Is when the dance contest is starting. So the sun is still up, but it's starting to head down. Okay. So I ask, did I miss anything? No. Just no. Wait, who was not... Who didn't come into the trading post with us earlier? Liberté did not, and uh, Jacques did not. Okay, well, Jacques's not here. So, I'm gonna turn to Liberté and say, So, are you interested in finding out more about the... Well, system here? About the what? System. The, uh, Carver's. Yeah, not really. I don't. Uh, I don't care at all. Well, that's fair. But is anyone else interested? It might just be me. I am. To the people who like we're in with. Okay. I'm gonna be meeting with um. Is his name Arjen? Arjan, the shopkeeper. Yeah. 
Arjan. I'm gonna be meeting with Arjan after sunset. And Taz is interested. Alexander? I think I'll, no I'll nod yes, but I, I can't think of anything to say, so... Okay, that that's fair. You can just do that. Alright. Excellent. You all are prepping for the dance competition. Alexander's up with the other contestants. And I think that is a decent spot to go ahead and end for tonight.